0: Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPGaday again for its eighth year. God, it's, it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG A Day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures. This year they're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys. Here we go.
1: And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening.
0: Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Plane Podcast Network, and it is August the 30th hashtag rpg a day is back and almost over like two days left so it is time to make sure we share what we love about tabletop gaming and rpgs by talking painting writing vlogging blogging or just doing some damn cool stuff because it's all about damn cool stuff well that and having fun so joining me tonight for hashtag rpg a day 2021 is a new voice you guys haven't heard so dan say hi uh
1: hey guys happy rpg a day
0: so Dan, this is Dan Dan Chris. He has not been on the show before, but uh, Dan, introduce yourself to the to the audience.
1: Uh, hey guys, I'm Dan Chris. I've loved adventuring in RPGs since I was just a wee lad, and uh, and James has been kind enough to invite me on here to talk with you guys tonight. Uh, I'm a game designer and a game lover and just a gamer really. So. <laughs>
0: And sadly, you know, before this recording, we've been talking about gaming talk for like a little over an hour because we're just, you know, game geeking out because that's what gamers do. (laughs) So the word for the day is mention. Mention. Anything you've got for mention that would be gaming related. This is your first... uh, rpg a day this is by the way the eighth year that that uh the designers have been doing this It's basically it's we come up with something positive just to to you know talk about hash about you know whatever and then uh, share it socially with hashtag rpg a day 2021 so that way other folks can see it and share the good stuff
1: that's awesome yeah you gotta mention it well mention is, is important like you say i mean to me when i think of the word mention i think of adventure or I think of danger or whatever, but, but the, the turning point, the, 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 uh, the point where things get different, where that new thing gets introduced or interjected. Like, you know, we were at the shop today, we were in the market today and I heard a local vendor mention, or, you know, uh, I was, I was hanging out at the thieves guild the other week, just sitting there, you know, doing my thing and, and fencing some goods when I overheard a fellow thief mention, or we were hanging at the tavern just having some drinks after our last adventure when I heard an old wizened man behind us at a booth mention, you know? Mm, That's good. It's that injecting point where something new is around the corner, just beckoning to you. Like, what will you do with that information? I mean, maybe, maybe it's a, a valuable piece of info. Maybe it's, Some, you know, some hot political, you know, um, you know, interesting information or maybe it's the location of a buried treasure or the rumor of a monster lurking in the woods that desperately needs a hero to come disembowel it, you know? (laughs) Uh,
0: That's that's a good one because that's one that I like, you know, as a game master, I like to constantly do is do the sprinkling or light mentioning of themes or things that, like, stick out. Like earlier... Tonight, when we are talking about Cthulhu, the great old one, the game, the, the, the tentacle talk for Cthulhu. It's nice to like drop out the, you just mention old one, and then you repeat at another shop when the players are talking to an NPC, they hear someone in the shop say old one, or, you know, Shagoth, or so, something <laughs> that you mention that, that leads them to the player, not the character, go the aha, which, which mention is a good way of getting it, it, it you get the buy in. With mention. Yeah. Because all of a sudden players will hear you say it and they'll be like, aha, I see what you did there.
1: It's, it's DM bait.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like
1: yeah. DM bait dangling on the fishing hook of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Wound to the string of destiny being pulled by forces you do not know. And the best part is
0: when they just hear you mention it and they jump to it of their own accord, you know. So it's not, it's not railroading. It's, it's not, it's you know, it's not forceful. It's out there for them to choose, which, yeah, well, which, which every commercial okay. advertiser will tell you, it's not a choice. You've been manipulated.
1: Yeah. Well, that is why any good gamer should always doubly and triply question anything that the DM mentions them hearing. <laughs>
0: Now that you mention it, that's a good point. (laughs) And you know, and I, I just like to throw it out there as a GM that you know, mentioning you know to your players of, is there anything that you're looking for? is a good thing, too. It's, it's, it's nice to bring it up to your players to remind them because, you know, players at the table get distracted because, you know, like we were joking earlier, Squirrel, yep. you know, they totally had this idea, but then the, another player said something else and they got distracted and now, you know, they forgot what they were there to do for And it's It's like you might want as a GM to give them the prompt to just like, so you guys mentioned earlier you wanted to do this. Are you still planning that or did you guys scrap that idea? So that yeah. way, it gives your players a chance to uh, double their efforts, you know, and just remember to get back on track. You know, mention there's 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 a lot of good you know things on that. Like you know, as a GM, when your players sidetrack you, you mention, "How about we take a five minute break?"
1: <laughs> well, a good a good uh, adventurer can also use it to their uh, to their own purposes with the GM. Like, hey, by the way, you mentioned that a town up ahead had this person that was selling these things. Is this possibly that town? I look around and see if there's that oak tree they said was the vendor was near, you know?
0: Ooh, that's the type of player I love at the table because, you know, you hear the winky-winky, I was interested in that thing, so I'm mentioning it to you so you know that I'm interested in that thing, and I'm handing you on a silver platter, lifting that lid of making your life so much easier as a, as a GM because the, the player bait is back on the play, you know?
1: yeah. Or or you have fun with him and hold him to task. Like you mentioned that he just burst through that door. You didn't say that he was doing this, that or the other, and clearly if he's bursting through that door, his hand's on the handle. He can't be <laughs> using a two handed weapon at that moment or whatever, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> the the spoils go to the victor and the victory goes to the person who pays the most attention to details.
0: <laughs> An ounce of real you know, preparation.
1: Yeah. Well, I always say the two most important things in life are awareness and discernment. Being aware of what's going on around you, of the situation you're in and discerning what your best action for the, you know, mm-hmm. m- best outcome is in it. You know, or discerning your place in it, discerning what's going on with it and what you need to do about it. <laughs>
0: Even if that's I roll to hide.
1: <laughs> One of my wife's characters, her favorite thing was like Okay, you know, you, the 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 you know whatever this big bad steps out, you know, from the woods or whatever. She's like, I book it, you know, because she was playing this <laughs> this character. She's like, wait, but your character's not gonna join the rest of the team. She's like, no, I just met these guys. I don't know what I'm teaming up for, and now we're in trouble. Course, it was a Call of Cthulhu campaign, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she just went, gone like, okay, <laughs> but she survived. So I mean, hey. <laughs>
0: In Cthulhu, that's that's winning the game, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, surviving a little bit longer until the madness overtakes you. <laughs> I win. <laughs> and,
0: and that that's another one thing to, as well with players is make sure because in your your when you're playing the game, your head of your character might not be obvious to everyone at the game table. It is to good. It is good to mention and reinforce what your character is doing at the time. Like I've had some of my player group where, you know, they're constantly like whenever something intimidating is happening, the rogue is always cleaning his fingernails with one of his knives. So he always makes sure to mention that to the group of, by the way, guys, you know, I'm sitting here cleaning my nails with my knives and glaring, right? That's that's what my guy does. That's his one job besides sneaking around and stealing things and talking shit. So it, so it is good as a player to make sure that you're reinforcing your, your story headcanon with your character, with the group of what exactly it is that you're doing with them.
1: Oh, yeah, but that's also that's also a doubly useful thing, because if he is always cleaning his nails with his knives, and he mentions it frequently, then you can assume that he's already got a knife out when something drops down, like someone goes for a surprise round. He doesn't need to draw his weapon, because he already had it. He was cleaning his nails.
0: Exactly. He he, you know, he has the weapon ready
1: to Nails f- <laughs> You can use them to your advantage, like, nope, nope. I might have a surprise round, but I don't have to draw because, Mm -hmm. like I mentioned, (laughs) you know.
0: Yeah. You know, if you're the kind of guy and you're playing Star Wars as a smuggler and you always put your blaster pistol on the table because it's way more comfortable than sitting in your holster, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you may want to make sure you mention that. As we sit around the table, I I conveniently place my blaster facing where danger will be, but with arm's reach of myself. Yeah. And hopefully not
1: danger. Or if you happen to mention that, you know, Along my hip, that one gun I have stays in this pocket that, you know, I always keep my leg aimed across from me because it's got a a trick trigger and I can, you know, like under the table kind of thing. Mm -hmm,
0: The old pistol under the table. Because there's always a pistol under the table and a shotgun behind the bar.
1: Because someone's got to shoot first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unless they roll a destiny point to re-edit it later on. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: you know it's funny these days watching Star Wars. It's like Schrodinger's blaster, it's like well, on fire. <laughs> Which version am I watching here? <laughs>
0: well, let's remember the the version we grew up on. When you watch it, Han Solo is a song bitch. Yeah. You know, you clearly see him see Greedo and he's talking. He leans back and poing!
1: Yeah, shoots and the guy said dead to right. Him, Greedo said he was taking him to Java. I mean. But I don't see any, any bad thing in him shooting Greedo there. He was coming to take him to die. You know, like, it is what it is. But, <laughs> but that
0: is the beauty of Han Solo's story arc, is, you know, he goes from from rough scoundrel to lovable nerf herder.
1: He goes from true neutral to, to good neutral. <laughs> I mean, to, 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 <laughs> you know, he <laughs> you
0: realizes, okay, this general thing's pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you know I I was always more of the the Han Solo loving character. I was never like I want to be a Jedi. Like no no. I want to be <laughs> <help."> <laughs> Luke was for
0: the younger audience. You know the, the one that wouldn't notice how annoying he was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. the little brother character. <laughs>
0: I mean you should totally hear Kelly when she does her little you know take off on just how bad Luke Skywalker was. And the fact that in uh, the, the last few mu- movies, it just showed that he didn't grow as a character very much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> will you take
0: a new Padawan? No.
1: <laughs> will, will you take this lightsaber? No. no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, the the joys of listening to uh, interviews with Mark Hamill on that one about how much that annoyed him.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, but he he's won- so
0: freaking he's a great
1: actor, He though, he really is. He made this crazy little film. I think it's called like comic book man or something like that. I forgot what it's called, but in it, he plays this guy who's going around to the, to these cons, you know, interviewing people that are famous, you know, and, uh, and like, and of course he, he pokes so much fun at himself and his star Wars friends (laughs) at one point. Yeah. Like he's going to sit and have some lunch and there's a table there with the actors that played, uh, 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 Boba Fett and uh, and Darth Vader and uh, I think C-3PO, and they're sitting at a table having uh, like lunch. He's like, hey, can I sit here? And they're like, just scoot the thing over to can't sit." you know? <laughs> uh, and then he teams, like, and then he finds this guy to go around helping him, and it's Billy West, like, you know, the voice actor from <laughs> Stimpy and Future Armor and a million other things. And, and they're just walking around like nobody's talking to all these other people. It, it's, it's funny. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So, but just figured I'd mention it.
0: Well, that's a good mention because, you know, it's it's an example of somebody who's in the business doing the thing and he's making sure to mention other people in the industry. I mean, it, it is about sharing things you like. I mean, one of the oh, yeah. one of the final points I like about mention is make sure if you have a game you like or a GM you like or a setting you like, mention it to other players, you know, reach out and share what you like, because that's the biggest part of our beautiful rpg tabletop gaming circles is when someone likes something the immediately thing they do is they grab a game that they like see i'm shaking game box and they say hey guys i wanted to mention this really cool game we should sit down and play it sometime and you basically find the time to play a game and that's how people that's how i learned DD was years 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 like oh my god decades ago a friend mentioned this really cool book because it was the box set for ad and d and we gave the game a chance and immediately next time i went to the local bookstore i saw the dm's guide and had the cool picture of the wizard with the fireball with the dragon i picked that sucker up and started reading that and that's what started me in my path to dungeons and dragons it's all because one random person stole from their big brother their box set and said hey i want to mention let's play this tonight
1: yeah yeah well, you know, and word of mouth keeps keeps so much of the lore alive, and if you you know just the lore of gamers, you know, mm-hmm. like and, you know, and you, and you get to hear people mention video games that you never got to play as a kid because you were playing some other ones that they never got to play. You know, mm-hmm. I'll be talking to someone about you know, Quest for Glory or Four Crystals of Trizier, you know, and they'll tell me about some other ones that I only got to see or whatever, like Bloodstone. You know, old like early '90s computer games, but. By mentioning it to one another, you know, like mm-hmm. it keeps them interesting. And then, I and then these days with the, the magic of the internet, just to mention of something means you can go online, you can watch playthroughs on YouTube of a game that hasn't been able to be played since like 1995. You <laughs> That's know, true. And, like, and and learn all about that yourself. And the lore, keeping the lore alive, keeps the love alive. Yeah, and keeping the love alive keeps gamers. Making more games and finding more gamers, and they make more games and finding more gamers, and you know the 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 love grows and and people grow and have new things to bond over, which is great.
0: And you know that that's one of the things that's great with our you know our hobby slash sport slash lifestyle.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a lifestyle, it really is.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it's don't be afraid to mention you know because there's like the whole stigmatas of back in the day when we didn't say we talked about gaming we just secretly went to our basements and gamed in which by the way i never had that stigma so when i ran into friends who had that i'm like guys it totally sucks i mean your parents took your <laughs> gaming books from you i'm like that totally sucks
1: yeah i had that problem my parents would never have let me play D D when i was younger uh because you know the whole satanic panic and stuff and but my friend introduced me to a book he had called Palladium Fantasy. And ah. so Palladium was fine because my friend Brendan was a good boy, so surely he played good games. And it wasn't D&D, so it must not be evil. So... <laughs> I got and, to play Palladium for years, and, and then, the best
0: part of Palladium, because I was a huge Rifts and Palladium fan, is the big warning on side the cover that this book does not endorse or embrace satanic practices or demons or blah 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 blah. Yep,
1: there's that too. <laughs> See, I was
0: just gonna kind of mention that when when you mentioned the satanic panic, it's like, yeah, I, I slipped into Rifts, you know, for a while. That was our upgrade from D and D. You know, when it first came back, when you only had the base book and the source book one that came out with, and it's just like that was the angle we went from D and D is because anyone who had problems were like, no, no, look, you like, you can play people surviving in a horrible future apocalypse with with dragons and stuff. Didn't mention yeah. the Federation of Magic at all.
1: Not to mention <laughs> Dragon Power Armor. I mean, those, those dragon glitter boys? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that a glitter boy can't quite fix. <laughs>
0: uh, with enough applied pressure at, you know, 3D 6 times 100. <laughs> Mega damage. Badoosh. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, and that's that's another one is mention RPGs that you like to folks because they may know nothing about these games or RPGs, and just by mentioning it and your love of what you loved about the game or what you may have not loved about the game, you know, the whole Roses and Thorns thing, you know, mention what smells beautiful and what pricked your finger and made you go, ow, because, you know, just by doing that, you may introduce someone to their perfect RPG. Because, you know, it could be that this one's not their cup of tea because it's missing X, Y, Z. But if you mention, hey, if you don't like that, I know this RPG's got this. And you can totally turn someone on to finding the RPG that turns them into a a GM. Yeah, yeah. I know some folks that until they find their perfect game, they they weren't a GM until they felt super comfortable understanding and owning a rule system.
1: Mm, Absolutely. Or sometimes when you just want to find a different way. I mean, like. Like I said, I played D&D for years, you know, And but like I mentioned earlier, you know, to me it was always so much bean counting, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it, you know, just so much math and stuff. Not that I mind doing math, but I mean, you know, like I wanted something that was just like more play through story and then, and then my friend turned me on to Savage Worlds and it's just so much easier to, you know, like it's still got plenty of numbers and it's still got a great system, but, you know, it's so much more focused on the storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, some players are role players, you know, R-O-L-E, and then some players are role players, R-O-L-L, you know. Yeah. You know, they're just like, you know, oh, let's fight each other characters because we're not having a game this <laughs> week. Like, I heard them do it. They were like, oh, well, we're not going to play this week, so hey, let's just have a big arena and battle our characters. I'm like, why? We're playing D&D, and d will take like an hour just to figure out the Why? <laughs> but, I've had just as much fun in games where there's, like, no dice whatsoever, just like you occasionally roll, like, a D20 or a D6, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, my wife runs our son on tons of games like that, where it's just, you know, some basic rolls just to kind of have some, you know, randomness in there to see how how things work out, but... Mm -hmm. Just to make the the
0: occasional judgment call, and...
1: Yeah. But, you know, those are just as fun sometimes, if not more, you know, because you can just let your imagination run wild, you know? So... But you know, <laughs> yeah. I suppose uh, it's all about taking
0: suppose. down any boundaries of creativity.
1: Well, and creativity, I think, for me, is the is just my favorite part of it all. Just worlds of imagining, you know. Like so, but yeah, but all those things and more, wow. all with a simple message.
0: All worth mentioning, and then some. Okay, so so I think we've mentioned everything we can probably mention in one mentioning. No, not really. We could probably mention some more. But we should probably wrap up there, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any last mention that you'd like to shamelessly drop there?
1: Uh, Well, uh, now that you mention it, I'm I'm guessing you're mentioning (laughs) it for me to talk about Tavern Masters. So if you like the idea of running a tavern, uh, it's a fun card game I made. You can check it out online. Uh, it's also on tabletopia, so uh, yeah, there you go Same self self promotion plug <laughs> I,
0: I like it and I approve it and, and I will definitely be uh showing more of tavern masters because you know got got gotta try it out, gotta play it, gotta break it, gotta make it happen, make it work. And uh, I also wanted to mention tomorrow night we'll be playing our Smugglers 1 game. We found out uh, where the group is going to be going next on their next mission, a Outer Rim planet that only has a trading post and a Jedi temple that happens to be built over a Sith temple. So what bad things can happen there, I wonder? We'll be finding out. We will definitely be finding out tomorrow night. Exciting. Yep. And we also have the last day of hashtag RPG Day, which is thank, which we all have a lot to be thankful for, mainly because our friends, our family, our gaming groups, and the fact that RPG Day is just fun. And I'm thankful for that. It's, it's a thing we do every August and we're happy about it. Can't wait till next year. All right, Dan, uh, like I said, thank you. You know, shameless plug on tomorrow's, you know, subject. (laughs) Thank you for coming on the line, hanging out with. It was fun getting to chat with you for a while. We're definitely going to have to do that again.
1: Absolutely. And uh, we
0: will definitely have to talk about uh, Tavern Masters and Cthulhu, the Great Old One, because I have a friend who wants to play that already. Oh, cool. I, I mentioned that, and they're like, I've heard about it. I've seen it on a gaming shelf. I'm like, you have? Why have you not told me about this? More tentacles. <laughs> of course, that's, that's my buddy Eric's thing is tentacles. If he can bring Cthulhu into any setting, he will bring Cthulhu into any setting. <laughs> All righty. And, and like I said, thanks for being on, and uh, we'll talk to you later.
1: Well, thanks for having me. Have a great night.
0: All right. Have a good night, man. And thank you guys for listening.